Hi, I hope everybody's well. I realized the other day that all of this time I've been making videos first and then podcasts on literacy and how to develop it and what it means and 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 books that that help develop literacy with young children and reading aloud. All of those topics are important. But it makes the assumption that you understand, you the listener, understand exactly how a book and reading it or hearing it develops literacy, especially the new literacy. Remember, I'm not talking about being able to read or write, but I'm talking about the ability to take what we read and apply the lessons and the learning and the concepts and the images to our daily lives and how we comport ourselves and how we make our choices in the world. So I thought that I would address this a little bit better today. This came to me because I just finished reading a book called The Night Watchman by Louise Erdick. And essentially what it is, is about a band of Indians, native peoples, in the United States, in Minnesota, and in in the adjoining areas of Canada, who in the 50s were being told that their tribe was going to be abandoned, that the American government in Washington was going to eliminate the their place in the in the rules of government about funding and all of those kinds of things. They were going to be erased. Now, this is an issue that is not new, especially as I take this, because in Canada, we've been finding out about all of these hidden graves of children at the schools that the Canadian government and the Catholic Church ran across the country where children were taken from their families on the tribal reservations and forced to abandon their culture in the assumption that that would make them better Canadians and eliminate the what the government thought was poor cultural traits that did not contribute to the development of Canadian society. The Night Watchman in the book I'm referring to was a native man with a family and nieces and nephews and friends who he mobilized to go with him to Washington to protest this action by the American government that was being proposed. 
Of course, we know historically, or you should know historically, that this has been a struggle that's been ongoing between Canada and its native peoples and the United States and its native peoples from the beginning of the colonization, if you will, of our shores by the Europeans that came here. They saw the natives as having to be converted. At the very earliest, the Catholics, through the Jesuit priests, came to North America to convince the Jesuit, the, the native peoples that they had to become Catholic. And there's been a number of excellent books on this struggle between European culture and values and its their imposition on the native peoples in North America. And we still have evidence today of the detrimental effects that has had. And I won't go into that. But th that essentially is what this book, The Night Watchman, depicts. Through words, visual images of life amongst the native peoples. It's a fantastic read. And it's especially fantastic because there aren't a lot of books that paint pictures about the way of life of the natives through their eyes and not through the eyes of the Europeans. Not so many years ago, I read a book about the Jesuits in, in northern Ontario. Well, not northern anymore, more close to Georgian Bay in Penetang in Midland, called uh, where the Jesuits, rather, came and established themselves amongst the uh, Huron Indians. And... In uh, Midland, there is a place called St. Marie among the Huron, and that's uh, about the Jesuits who came and tried to convert the Huron to the north, of, to the European way of life. But it was through the eyes of the Jesuit priests. This book is through the eyes of the natives, and it paints a vivid picture of what family life was like, the issues that they dealt with, sexual mores, drinking, violence, music, language, the way of life, the standard of living. All of those things are in this book. And if you read it and you try to see the world as the natives saw it, through their eyes, you begin to understand a little bit better the struggle in their minds about adopting the ways of the Europeans that were colonizing them. It wasn't always easy, and there were things about European culture that attracted them. But as you read the book, you come to understand the things that, that that they 
adapted in order to try to make their way. One of the events is money needed to be raised in order to go by train to Washington, D.C. from Fargo, North Dakota in order to protest and make a presentation to the committee of Congress that was going to talk about eliminating this tribe's footprint, so to speak. And they had a fight, a prize fight, between two of the native inhabitants who were particularly vicious, and they were selling tickets to the prize fight. When you stop and think about it, native culture, what we know of it, didn't have prize fights, and they didn't sell tickets, and they didn't charge entrance fees, and they didn't use violence against one another in order to achieve a monetary end. But in the book, they did that because they needed to get to Washington. But where does it where does literacy come into it? So after I read that book, everything that I hear and see in the papers makes more sense. I can connect to the things that are happening, the treatment of of the native children in the residential schools, the sexual abuse the violence, the alcoholism. You read about all these things in art papers and on TV all the time. When you read a book like this, you can understand where they, where these things come from a little bit better. You see how the native peoples themselves relate to these issues. And why why they take the positions they do and how difficult it is for them to come to accept what's expected of them. The night watchman, the man himself, was in a very precarious position because he was stuck between those around him that wanted to just be violent, and those around him that wanted to forget about it, those that were prepared to accept the move to the city because they thought it would be good for them, and those that wanted to protect their culture. So by reading that book, a teacher or a person who deals with that segment of society perhaps would become more sympathetic because they would see what happens and how it happened and come better to understand it. Reading books like that are not me- those books are not meant for high school students for instance. They are adult themes and aimed at adult readers. But teachers are adults too. And if we want to be good at teaching literacy, we have to be readers ourselves. And we have to understand how to take a book and take its themes and take its voices and its mood and its setting and adjust it to our way of looking at the world and have it make a difference to the way we see things. 
over time, reading books like that opens up a window that was closed before. That's what it means to be more literate. If we read more, we succeed more because we understand the world better. I can't overemphasize how important it is for not just people to read a book like this that I've referred to, but for us to read, period, and try to see the world through the eyes of the narrators of the books so that we can understand where our students and colleagues are coming from. Literacy is not just meant to be taught. It's something we need to work at ourselves. Good luck.